This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How do we become our true selves in Christ? You might be surprised by the answer. Stay tuned to learn more about The Way Up is Down, a book by Marlena Graves and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Numbers chapter 12 through Numbers chapter 14, verse 12. Miriam and Aaron opposed Moses. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. They said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Has he not also spoken through us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble, more so than any man on the face of the earth. The Response of the Lord The Lord spoke immediately to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. The three of you come to the tent of meeting. So the three of them went. And the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tent. He then called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. The Lord said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision. I will speak with him in a dream. My servant Moses is not like this. He is faithful in all my house. With him I will speak face to face openly, and not in riddles, and he will see the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them, and he departed. After the cloud had departed from above the tent, there was Miriam, leprous like snow. Then Aaron turned towards Miriam and realized that she was leprous. The Intercession of Moses So Aaron said to Moses, O my Lord, please do not hold this sin against us, in which we have acted foolishly and have sinned. Do not let her be like a baby born dead, whose flesh is half consumed when it comes out of its mother's womb. Then Moses cried to the Lord, Heal her now, O God. The Lord said to Moses, 
If her father had only spit in her face, would she not have been disgraced for seven days? Shut her out from the camp seven days, and afterwards she can be brought back in again. So Miriam was shut outside of the camp for seven days, and the people did not journey on until Miriam was brought back in. After that, the people moved from Hezeroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Chapter 13 Spies Sent Out The Lord spoke to Moses, Send out men to investigate the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. You are to send one man from each ancestral tribe, each one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. Now these were their names, from the tribe of Reuben, Shemua son of Zakor, from the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat son of Horai, from the tribe of Judah, Caleb son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Issachar, Igal son of Joseph, from the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea son of Nun, from the tribe of Benjamin, Palti son of Raphu, from the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel son of Sodai, from the tribe of Joseph, namely from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, son of Susai, from the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gimeli, from the tribe of Asher, Sethor, son of Michael, from the tribe of Naphtali, Nashbai, son of Vapshi, from the tribe of Gad, Yeuel, son of Maki, these are the names of the men whom Moses sent to investigate the land. And Moses gave Hoshea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. The Spies' Instructions When Moses sent them to investigate the land of Canaan, he told them, Go up through the Negev, and then go up into the hill country, and see what the land is like, and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, few or many, and whether the land they live in is good or bad and whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or fortified cities, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether or not there are forests in it. And be brave, and bring back some of the fruit of the land. Now it was the time of the year for the first ripe grapes, the spies' activities. So they went up and investigated the land from the wilderness of Zen to Rehob at Labo Hamath. When they went up from the Negev, they came to Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, descendants of Anak, were living. Now Hebron had been built seven years before Zoon in Egypt. When they came to the valley of Eshkol, they cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they carried it off on a staff between two men, as well as some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place was called the Eshkol Valley. Because of the cluster of grapes that the Israelites cut from there, they returned from investigating the land after 40 days. The Spies Reports They came back to Moses and Aaron and to the whole community of the Israelites in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They reported to the whole community and showed the fruit of the land. They told Moses, We went to the land where you sent us. It is indeed flowing with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. But the inhabitants are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the land of Negev. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country.
and the Canaanites live by the sea along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses, saying, Let us go up and occupy it, for we are well able to conquer it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against these people, because they are stronger than we are. Then they presented the Israelites with a discouraging report of the land they had investigated, saying, The land that we pass through to investigate is a land that devours its inhabitants. All the people we saw there are of great stature. We even saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak came from the Nephilim. And we seemed like grasshoppers both to ourselves and to them. Chapter 14 The Israelites responded in unbelief. Then all the community raised a loud cry, and the people wept that night. And all the Israelites murmured against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had perished in the wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us into this land only to be killed by the sword, that our wives and our children should become plunder? Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let's appoint a leader and return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell down with their faces to the ground before the whole assembly community of the Israelites. And Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, two of those who had investigated the land, tore their garments. They said to the whole community of the Israelites, The land we pass through to investigate is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their protection has turned aside from them, but the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. However, the whole community threatened to stone them. But the glory of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tent of meeting. The Punishment from God The Lord said to Moses, How long will this people despise me? And how long will they not believe in me? In spite of the signs that I have done among them? I will strike them with the pestilence, and I will disinherit them. I will make you into a nation that is greater and mightier than they. New Testament Reading Mark chapter 6, verses 14 through 29. The Death of John the Baptist Now King Herod heard this, for Jesus' name had become known. Some were saying, John the baptizer has been raised from the dead, and because of this, miraculous powers are at work in him. Others said, He is Elijah. Others said, He is a prophet like one of the prophets from the past. But when Herod heard this, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised? For Herod himself had sent men, arrested John, and bound him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because Herod had married her. For John had repeatedly told Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias nursed a grudge against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not, because Herod stood in awe of John and protected him, since he knew that John was a righteous and holy man. When Herod heard him, he was thoroughly baffled, and yet he liked to listen to John. 
But a suitable day came when Herrick gave a banquet on his birthday for his court officials, military commanders, and leaders of Galilee. When his daughter Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guest. The king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He swore to her, Whatever you ask, I will give you, up to half my kingdom. So she went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? Her mother said, The head of John the baptizer. Immediately, she hurried back to the king and made her request. I want the head of John the Baptist on a platter immediately. Although it grieved the king deeply, he did not want to reject her request because of his oath and his guests. So the king sent an executioner at once to bring John's head, and he went and beheaded John in prison. He brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard this, they came and took his body and placed it in a tomb. Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 9, the sending of the twelve apostles. After Jesus called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, and do not take an extra tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave the area. Whenever they do not receive you as you leave that town, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. Then they departed and went throughout the villages, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. Herod's Confusion About Jesus Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about everything that was happening, and he was thoroughly perplexed, because some people were saying that John had been raised from the dead, while others were saying that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had risen. Herod said, I had John beheaded. But who is this about who I hear such things? So Herod wanted to learn about Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and awesome God, we thank you for this opportunity again today to sit with your word to learn of you, to learn how you have been intentionally at work throughout the world, throughout all of your creation, oh God. We are mindful today that whatever you have for us, the promises that you have for us are yes and amen. And even if it looks beyond our imagination, even if it looks as though there are giants in the land, oh God, what you have for us is indeed for us. And so we thank you, oh Lord. We thank you, O Lord, that you bear with us when we lack faith, when we lack the ability to see that in you we are victorious, that in you there are no giants, there is nothing that we cannot overcome, that you have called and planned for us to overcome. So we thank you for that reminder and for that encouragement, O God. Lord God, help us to see your greatness versus the giants of the land, O Lord. And God, we are mindful today of the ways in which when we refuse to repent of our sin, the, the people who call it out, the people who bring it to our attention, we can make them enemies in our hearts and our minds. 
God, when we think about the New Testament passage and we can see the way in which John the Baptist clearly stated what was true, that it was wrong for Herod to marry his brother's wife. And yet, instead of repenting, instead of of owning that truth, oh God, hearts hardened. And when the opportunity came along with power, Herod's wife used it to kill, to have John the Baptist destroyed. God, this is a sobering word for us. And so we ask right now that you would search our hearts, that you would show to us sins that have become our pet sins, things that we try to keep and cover up, and that we would even use whatever social power that we have to keep them covered up, O God. Lord, let us never turn against the messenger who is relaying your truth, who is sharing your truth that we might have an opportunity to turn away from that which is wicked, that which is evil, that which is against your moral and ethical will, and turn to you for grace. Oh God, let us never use our social power or position or manipulation to turn away from the grace that is being extended to us, oh God. Lord, we struggle sometimes to hear hard truths about things that we don't want to give up, that things that we don't want to let go of. But God, in you, we have everything. We are whole and complete. So would you break the bondage of idolatry in our hearts and our minds and our actions, O God? And would you help us, O Lord, to not reject or seek to destroy messengers who tell us the truth, the truth of your word, the opportunity to turn to righteousness and holiness and to turn away from that which binds us, that which seeks to kill and destroy us, sin, O God. We thank you, O Lord, that Jesus Christ has overcome the world. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are co-heirs with you because of your work on the cross. And we thank you, O Lord, that you grant to us deep, deep grace, even in the midst of our unbelief. You walk with us, you talk with us, you hold our hands, and you lead us towards that which is good and whole and righteous. It is in your name that we pray and we entrust ourselves. Amen. From Marlena Graves, formation and justice always intertwine on the path to a balanced life of both action and contemplation. In the pages of her book, The Way Up is Down, Marlena describes the process of emptying herself that allows her to move upward toward God and become the true self that God calls her to. Drawing on the rich traditions of Eastern and Western Christian saints, she shares stories and insights that have enlivened her transformation. If you long for more of God, The Way Up is Down offers a time-honored path to a deeper life. Learn to become yourself by forgetting yourself. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THEWORD. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so tell me to sleep.